0: Very excited to have in studio right now uh, the executive director for FIFA World Cup 26 at the City of Toronto. She is Sharon Back. It's great to have you in studio and thanks for making the time.
1: Absolutely. Good morning. Happy you, to be here.
0: You had the big uh, reveal yesterday of all these dates. We know Canada will play their first match here on a Friday, June 12th and... Uh, And around a 32 game and it's just nice to know the dates and now you can sort of keep the keep the engine rolling.
1: Yeah, this is a big milestone for us just from a planning perspective in terms of all the things that kind of cascade from A, knowing how many matches and B, the dates of those matches. So super exciting. It's a it's a real boost and a positive momentum shift for us as as organizers of the event.
0: How much needs to get done? Um, and there's so many sort of, I was going to say, no pun intended, shovels in the ground between the city, between MLSE, between FIFA. When does work actually start on the stadium? Because you got to add 15,000, 16,000 seats.
1: Yeah, there's been lots of work behind the scenes, as you can imagine. We've been working with, uh, you know, architects, designers, working with FIFA on what the actual requirements are so that we we obviously get it right. Uh, but we'll be starting to actually see some changes at the stadium in late fall. And we'll be, our, our construction plan is really kind of a bit in between TFC seasons and so on over the next couple of years. So it'll happen over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but folks will start seeing some things in late fall.
0: So you kind of got you got a t- end of TFC season. You get into almost the prime time of Argo season as well. So there's there's some maneuvering, yes, right? There some is. <laughs>
1: it's not a it's not a straight path. <laughs>
0: um, when when this gets announced too, and and when you get um, uh, able to be involved in something so dramatic, it was G- uh, Gianni uh, Infantino described it as 104 Super Bowls. It isn't quite, but it ain't that far a distant comparison. That these are just mega events with billions of people watching each game.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit staggering, actually. Like it's the size and scope of this event is is really something that's kind of a bit mind boggling. And this particular tournament, in in you know specifically, it's going to be record breaking, and and that is the truth. I mean, you know, every big event maybe says that, but this is really true. So, a hundred and four matches, forty eight teams. Uh, you know, 16 cities, three countries, like it's massive. And I think it's, you know, FIFA are slating it as the most inclusive World Cup ever. And I think that's true. By being mm-hmm. in three countries, 16 cities, they're engaging more people, uh, having more people included and in being able to take part in games and be part of the action. Uh, you know, if you think about the group stage, I think in this in this new format, there are 72 matches in the group stage, there were a total of 64 matches at the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah. So, if you think and put that in perspective, this particular World Cup is going to be something that no one has ever experienced.
0: And uh, not to reveal my age, although I think I do every day, I, I started watching this event as a little kid when there were 24 teams. So, there's, and, and thank goodness, I love the format where you get three group stage matches because at one point it was getting considered there'd only be two. And then there's a lot of pressure on Canada to play one in Toronto, one in Vancouver. There'd be an uproar to have two Canadian cities and no Canadian matches. So at minimum, we've got the one and there's, you know, depending on how the round of 32 goes, there's always the potential they'd play a knockout game yeah. here potentially.
1: Absolutely. I, you know, I think the schedule that was announced yesterday is great for Canada. And I would say for both cities, uh, you know, here in Toronto, we we have one of the smaller venues out of the 16 cities. Mm-hmm. And so we knew we weren't going to go too deep into the tournament Uh, So to have the opening match to me is golden. That's going to be amazing. The first World Cup ever in Canada and Toronto has the opening match of this tournament with our national team. There's going to be nothing more special than that. Uh, and then for our colleagues in Vancouver to get seven matches and go into the round of 16 is is really awesome. So Canada has done well in this match schedule.
0: Sharon Boldenbach's with us. She's executive director of FIFA World Cup 2026 at the city of Toronto. Um, and I think there's, there's a mild misunderstanding. I don't know that it's getting perpetuated in the media, but I've heard people say, ah, oh, nah, we've got the smallest stadium. We won't get the best matches. That's really a roll of the dice based on the group stage. Cause they have to schedule. You'll get say, C one versus C three in one group. And yeah, that could be two of the lesser lights, but you could get Italy play Portugal here. You could get Spain play Germany here. It's all really random. They can't they can't sort of shoehorn the big teams only into the big stadium. So we've got as good a chance as any other stadium to get huge teams.
1: Absolutely. That's all done by a draw that yeah. will happen in December twenty twenty five. And uh yeah, we could get some massive games here. And uh, you know, for a city like Toronto that is so diverse. Uh, you know, we know what this city's like when there's a World Cup going on. Imagine what it's going to be like when we're actually hosting and it's here in our backyard. Um, and, you know, any team that will play here, it'll be like having a home a home game. It'll be incredible.
0: Well, that's been the struggle even for Canada at times when they haven't been as good men or women as they are right now. Sometimes you play Jamaica and it's 60 percent Jamaica fans or it's 60 percent Italian fans for friendly. So there is that risk, isn't there? Depending on who Canada plays, you're going to have some split allegiances, which makes it more fun.
1: Absolutely. That's the excitement, right? Yeah. That's the energy and and what these big events do. For cities and for community to have that mm. excitement and that energy is is it's going to be amazing.
0: Now there's heavy financial lifting too, and I know that you you're working closely with the city, and you know that the deal is has been under scrutiny for some. So what has to happen between uh, the city, in, interior speaking, and what happens has to happen between the city and MLSE to sort of. Bridge some gaps, make sure everyone's on the same page, work into the you know dance into the same drummer, if you will, to make this work.
1: Yeah, I think you know what. The, there's no question. There's a big price tag on an event like this, and and you know we're not hiding that. It it is what it is, and and part of that is an investment in economic development. Mm-hmm. And you know, an event like this, while it while it does cost a lot of money to bring in an event. The returns on economic, social, and cultural um, returns are huge, and so you know we expect to, to do everything we can to make this an economic win for Toronto. And and to do that, we're going and and to showcase our city the way we want to on this global stage, we are going to have to bring in expertise from all kinds of areas to support this event, to make it happen, to make it a success. And that's our you know, our arrangement and our strategic partnership with MLSE. They are experts in what they yeah. do, in, in managing the operations at the stadium, in corporate partnerships. And so we feel like we brought in the best uh, in Toronto to help us make a success out of that because there's a huge opportunity for us to bring in revenue through corporate partnerships. So for the first time in FIFA World Cup history, FIFA are allowing the local host cities to bring on local partners right. and local sponsors. Yeah. So we really want to capitalize on that and leverage that as far as we can go. And so we've brought MLSE in to help us do that because they're experts in that area. Yeah,
0: and and I think even more so to bridge that gap, there's, there's probably a need as well for people who have been to a lot of the other big tournaments, whether it's the Euros, whether it's a prior World Cup, just from the travel I've done because I love the sport so much. I know there's people in Toronto, sharing thinking, oh, if I don't have a ticket, well, I really feel a part of it. There will be fan parks. There will be so much interactive stuff. It, 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 it's indescribable. I don't think there's a sporting event that Toronto's ever hosted, and that includes the World Series or Stanley Cup playoff games that quite will make everybody feel a part of it. And we get great weather, too. So that's a factor also that so much of the stuff, the fan parks will be outside to watch every match, even the matches that aren't here in Toronto. So people are going to feel this every on every street corner in downtown.
1: Absolutely. And we have you know, we will be operating a FIFA Fan Fest throughout the tournament. And that goes for the entire tournament, not just for the matches that, you know, the time frame that we have matches here in Toronto. So from start to finish, there will be events across this city that um, you know heighten the fan experience we we want to meet in neighborhoods we want to get into the you know that's what's so amazing about Toronto as a host the cultural diversity here is is what FIFA and a global event like this is all about. So we want to make sure we're reaching into those dynamic neighborhoods in Toronto and engaging neighborhoods. And there will be fan parties and fan fests and and ways that people without tickets can feel equally a part of this tournament.
0: Two questions I always get. Does FIFA set the ticket prices?
1: They do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. So all tickets are managed by FIFA. Uh, so as a host city, we really don't have any part in that. Uh, except to make sure we've got the seats in the stadium. Yeah. So if people are interested, you can pre-register uh, on fifa.com backslash tickets. Uh, and I encourage people to go online and register, uh, and, and you get your name sort of in a registration to get information about how tickets will happen.
0: Yeah, they sell. I know we. I'm taking my son to Germany for the Euros, and the tickets went on sale prior to knowing where the matchups are but it's just like you're you're kind of bidding to get you know a game in Toronto on June 23rd you might get the great but you might get the great teams and you might get the teams that that are, are less than but at least you know you're going so the, those tickets will go on sale before the final draw I would figure yes yeah it will. before yes. December 25 yeah well I it was a pleasure to meet you and you've got so much work to do uh but <laughs> I'm telling you like this I don't I don't think people quite understand how this will feel when the event's here. And I don't think people quite understand how this could really turbocharge the tourism industry as well when we pull this off properly.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's a sector that, as we all know, has been hit extremely hard by COVID and is still in recovery mode. And so part of this event is getting Mm -hmm. that drive. You know, we expect, uh, you know, economic development numbers are are showcasing that we will have 3,500 jobs created because of this tournament there will be 300,000 visitors to our city. Uh, And over, as as you said at the top, over 5 million people will be watching these games. So Toronto on a global stage is going to look very good. Uh, but the energy of the people who are in this city and able to experience it live will will really be a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience yeah. for us.
0: It's a great test for our city, uh, but I think we'll pass it with flying colors. I loved having you in this morning, so it won't be the last of our chats uh, for the next uh, 28 months or so.
1: I'd love to come back anytime.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for the time. Uh, Sharon Bolenbach uh, joining us, Executive Director from the City of Toronto for the FIFA World Cup 2026. As she noted... Uh, in December 25, we'll know the teams. The first match is Friday, June 12, 2026. You could, you could put a Google reminder in. It's not too early.